Hello everybody, welcome back to the Missing Peace podcast. This is a place where we discuss the messy journey of healing and make connection and peace with our mind, bodies and souls. And just before we actually launch into this episode, I want to announce a giveaway that I am doing at the moment. You might have seen it on Instagram, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm announcing it here as well now. And it's to be in through a chance of winning three massively transformational books that I've read in my life. So you win the bundle and all you have to do is sign up to my free email letter in the link below by the 15th of October to enter the draw. Now, these three books, oh, I just, I wanted to share them all because they have just all together have kind of flowed from one to the other, but have created this real wholesome, holistic approach to healing, I guess, for me. And it all starts off with Just Eat It by Laura Thomas. Now, if you've been with me from the start of the podcast, you'll know that I started really talking about my journey through healing my relationship with food and fitness, ditching diet, stitching diet culture and all that jazz. And I do want to talk about that again soon, actually. So, yeah, I want to share share more on that. But this book, I honestly, this started off my whole journey to myself. I thought I was just going to quit binge eating. You know, I just want to stop binge eating. I've been doing for seven or eight years and just, you know, basically lose weight. That's why I started this book. It's totally not about losing weight. But at the time, that's what I wanted to do. But I realized that in healing my relationship with food and fitness, I had to heal my relationship with myself. So this book really teaches about the 10 principles of intuitive eating in a very like relatable manner. She's got a really great tone, um, Laura Thomas. And this just started it all. This is why I'm here right now. And I'm really grateful for that book. So I want to give you all the opportunity for winning it. And the second book would be like the second book on that I read in my journey, actually, which was, or which is Fern Cotton's Happy. Now, I just think Fern Cotton's books are incredibly comforting and relatable and really nice and easy to read, which, you know, can be difficult when we are wanting to look for a book which is all about healing. It can sometimes feel a bit intense, but what's really cool is if you're anyone like me who has grown up with Fern Cotton on TV, it's just it makes you feel so much less alone when someone is sharing so openly and vulnerably that you've seen on TV for decades and they're sharing their journey through through depression, through anxiety and through basically finding that kindness for themselves and understanding their own mental health and well-being. And that's what that book really introduced me to, into actually creating a much happier relationship with myself. So that book's amazing. Honestly, you need to read it, guys. And the third book is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Now, I actually talk about this because I was just so inspired at the time and had to share it back in season one. And I did like a short episode just talking about how it changed my life already from just like literally for four or five days of listening to it. And I'd never felt so much peace before in that moment, in that, in that kind of that time. It really helped me connect to the present to become more mindful and to really appreciate what it is that's beautiful about our lives, not what we want or how we want to control it and the things that we want to change, but like how we can find that peace right now. And it feels like you can really connect to your to your spirit as well in the way that he talks. It's like that, that finding that spirituality in the present moment as well. So these three books have helped me kind of on my physical, mental, spiritual, emotional journey. And I wanted to share them all with you. So yeah, just sign up in the link below for my email letter. And that's totally free by the 15th of September. No, October, 15th of October to enter the draw. 
So yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. I actually should have recorded this. Should have. I'll come to that in a second. A couple of months ago when I recorded one on my favourite water practices. But it felt like that would have felt like the the sensible thing to do, I guess the logical thing to do, so that they flowed together. But I just didn't really want to record it at the time. And I'm keeping in line with what I want to do here, which is to share intuitively and share what I'm inspired to share. And funnily enough, this afternoon I was going to be editing a podcast episode. I walked Hadrian's Wall last weekend and I recorded basically a bunch of voice notes on that walk, which I'm going to stitch together, I guess, with my minimal editing skills. And so I was a bit like, oh, I can't really bother with that. And so I did something which I'm going to share in here as well. And it just made me think, you know what? It's time for this one to come out. And so I want to obviously say that I am not recording these as individual elements and like I did for the water one. And the reason for that is because I feel so drawn to working with water at the moment. I can feel stuck a lot. I feel uncertain a lot. So surrender, flow, that kind of feminine intuitive energy is what's really calling me. So that's why that was an individual episode. Whereas this one, I do work with the other elements, but less so. So I just didn't feel like I could do an individual episode on each. I did consider recording sort of well, I'd say it'd be five minutes, probably end up being 10, 15 minutes anyways of each element. So it probably would have worked, but I thought I'll put them all together. Hopefully it's not too much information at once. And maybe just to kind of inspire you really to say what it is that I get from working with air, earth and fire and how I work with them. And so, you know, I've read a little bit about the elements and different practices people do, but ultimately I'm guided by my intuition. And that is the first and foremost of all of it really and that's what I want to say at this is if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking yeah I'm kind of drawn to working with the elements a little bit more and being more in connection with nature then listen to what comes up for you so if you're listening through this are there any that stick out you know any that go oh that one's really intriguing oh I really want to try that one out feel it in your body feel what comes to you really what speaks to you so I'm not I didn't research this um podcast to just go okay so the air element represents this the fire um, element represents that so i'm kind of just sharing how i see the elements really so isn't like a comprehensive guide as such i guess but i'm just i wanted to say it this way because i don't want to start just spouting stuff that i don't ever really think about like oh air means this but and the reason i'm doing this is so that you can listen and lean into what works for you so yeah, that's kind of what the flow is. And I want to share the beginning, a couple of practices that I do that kind of incorporate all the elements. And then I'll go into each one individually. And there's kind of like three or four that I tend to sort of get drawn to as I go along. And that's generally how I kind of flow. <laughs> and I will say that really the best way I believe of connecting to elements and the way that I do every day is to get outdoors you know, come rain, come shine, to just get outdoors, sit outdoors somewhere is a really great way to feel it as well. But get outdoors in all weather and see what comes up for you. Now, I recorded an episode on how the weather can kind of really speak to us about what's going on in our internal world. So I'll link that in the show notes below. It's maybe about sort of five weeks ago, something like that. And I am doing that a lot really at the moment to work out 
what the weather makes me feel. What's the weather showing about me internally right now? So that's the main thing I would say is to just get out in it and explore it and see how you feel. Even when you feel uncomfortable in certain, you know, weathers potentially. And maybe you can see where the element comes in there. So maybe you really don't like the wind and maybe there's an issue with with air there. You know, do you feel is air kind of a shifting energy? Is air a bit of a transformative energy? And maybe you're, you're feeling like you don't want change and, and changes come along or, you you know, you want to stay in your safe space right now. But actually things are shifting and that's what it's telling you. Maybe that's just an example. So that's the first thing. Get outdoors. And the thing that I actually do every day is I do an intention, which is what I talk about in the water practices episode. I'll link that below as well. And an intention is just a very cheesy phrase that I coined based off a practice that actually was, I was inspired to do by Kelly Peck, who is also on the podcast. She's in season two, episode one. I'll link hers below as well, if I remember that, well, hopefully. And that's a really great episode. And she talks about this practice called in, in uh, I think she just calls it water intention. But I now call it an intention because I do it often with a tea. It doesn't have to be tea. But every morning when I'm having my brew, which is like a real ritual, isn't it? You know, whatever it is, coffee's always seen as a ritual. But I guess, I mean, look at Japanese tea ceremonies. But tea can be a ritual. Any hot drink can be a ritual. And so I get that and I have it and I hold it in my hands and I feel the warmth of it. And I kind of say, I usually say something along these lines like, thank you for the water in this tea, for unsticking areas in my body that feel a bit tight and just feel like they're lacking flow thank you for the surrender that you bring today and then I go through the other elements so for me often it's the earth and I imagine my roots grinding down here as well and that is thank you to the earth for keeping me feeling safe here for feeling grounded for feeling in connected to myself and then air is usually, I often think of the wind, I really do with this, but air about this beautiful life force energy that sustains us, that supports us, but also brings shifting energy, it brings change, it brings transformation. It's like blowing out the cobwebs, isn't it? And, and I think there really is something in that phrase. And then fire, I often think of the sun and I think of its energizing um, vibe, you know, and the way that it can bring that deeper power of yourself out and to motivate us and to ignite passion and yeah inspiration so I do that and it's kind of like a little meditation and a little I guess is it a prayer it's always a difficult word prayer isn't it I was brought up well my parents didn't bring me this way but I went to a primary school which was Roman Catholic so prayer to me is quite linked to a religion that I don't feel I am, you know, I, I don't feel Christian, you know, but so it's difficult, but, but I am, I'm praying to the elements essentially. And I do that every morning and that's one way that I work with all of them and it feels really nice. I've started to do that probably over the last mm, six weeks or so. So that feels really, really good. And another one that I do that does work with all the different ones. However, I'll link two songs below to this. Hmm, there's a hint. I'm about to tell you though, so it's not really much of a surprise but I like to dance out particular um elements so kind of like feeling the flow of water for example or 
feeling the other one that i use and i'll link the song below which is uh, a song called roots by fear or fire fia i'm not actually sure how you pronounce it and that song makes me feel really rooted to the ground and in my body and i can't help but kind of like stamp my feet on the floor when i listen to it in like a wide leg stance it feels very feminine and like i'm calling in my power again it's um a real interesting one and that's what i was doing just before that made me think do you know what i want to record this podcast right now so thank you roots fear for this <laughs> and the other song that i like to work with is jack garrett's water and it feels very fluidy and i kind of just kind of connect all movements together when i dance you know stuff like uh, getting out your yoga mat if you want or just dancing around the house just close your eyes and see what comes to you with different songs and particularly these ones of elements and i'm sorry i don't have one for fire or for air at the moment i didn't want to force it i kind of thought could i find them but it feels a bit forced to do that so i'll just link the ones that i use below because they resonate with me the most at the moment and it's like moving the energy it's it's being that element and it's connecting to it in a different way and there's something really powerful to that i feel i feel like you can just like that element is within you it always is and then you kind of connect to it more it's just it's really really beautiful so i feel very grounded when i listen to roots and in water i just feel like i can bring more fluidity and flow and surrender and just acceptance into my life so they're the kind of three i guess that i do which are which are all elements so that's the dance it's my intuition speaking to all of them and that's just getting outdoors really key them ones and so i'll start with air because that's so funny i literally read the word earth and then i said air so obviously that one needs to come out first but it's funny actually because air is probably the one that i mm, work with the least i guess so my favorite two ways of working with air because i want to share throughout this ones that we can actually do without having to go far away out into the landscape into nature and whatever i want to share ones that we can do here you know here and now and one of those ones is breath work when it comes to air because air is kind of like to me it represents that life force energy you know that keeps us alive those the oxygen the carbon dioxide all of that which comes together and sustains life on this earth and that beautiful pattern of you know the the trees recycling um oh my god i got confused then the, the carbon dioxide as well in this way that we all kind of work together there's something quite like oneness about it but air is also it kind of can feel quite anxious when it's windy outside to be honest and i think it's because change is hard as a human sometimes isn't it and as much as i want a quite a lot of change in my life at the moment i can feel quite stuck and yeah change still isn't that comfortable so i can feel that anxiety in the wind and you know maybe like lean into how you feel around different weather systems um listen to that podcast i link below as well to kind of help support you with this but that's quite quite often how i feel but what there's obviously different ways you can do breath work but my two favorite ways to really connect to the element of air with breath are ones where you can kind of really physically feel the air moving your body so for example one that i really like is if you lie down belly down and you're lying on a bed for example and you imagine just really like slowly but deeply breathing into your belly and feeling how the air is is expanding you and you can feel it pushing into the bed and there's something really present about that that's a really you know favorite one of mine actually it's great to do before bed to help you relax that's something that i learned from cat method actually 
whose yoga is the, I follow her follow her for years and that's the, the the lady that I work with the most when it comes to yoga she has a YouTube to so do check that out and she's also got a membership called the Soul Sanctuary which I'm part of as well and the other one that I really like is I think it often gets called a three-part breath where you have your hands um like on your belly around your belly and breathing into your belly do that for a couple of rounds and then you move your hands up to um, be on the sides of your body around your ribs so you're breathing into like that lower part of your ribs and then you can come up and put your hands on your collarbone and breathe into there as well but as you go through it you keep doing that sort of breath so you'll do like a um, belly breath and then it'll be more of a like belly into ribs and then belly into ribs into collarbone so you just you're kind of filling up up and up and you're feeling it physically move through your body so there's something really cool about that because you know air if without the air we wouldn't be here would we so it's that real deep connection to what we are as a as a being on this earth and something else that I really love to do when it's windy really is to get up high now everybody please please don't go so high we have to call our mountain rescue or anything like that I just mean like on a hill like nearby a little hill or something like that and there's two ways that I think this really kind of feels good and resonates in that being up high I feel is a really great thing to do when you need a bit of perspective so that's a way of working with nature in general get up high a little bit when you're just feeling stuck in a situation you're feeling like you need to just step apart from it and maybe see it from different angles and sometimes we do need that distance from situations don't we so get up high that's a really cool thing to do but if you get up high when it's windy and I've been out on some walks recently when it's been really windy and I've just leant into the wind and it's felt so refreshing and it's felt like like I said before that blowing out of the cobwebs but bringing in the new as well that real kind of re regenerative energy bringing that in that's something I, I really love doing and yeah please don't don't go and do this on the like top of a cliff or anything like that wouldn't be ideal I guess but you know just see how you can imagine that element moving you and moving through you through your breath and then through the wind they are the kind of main ways that I like to work with air really that kind of shifting energy but I like to physically feel it you know with all these things like I mentioned before yoga I think using yoga and doing practices that are like a water practice an air practice an earth or whatever um or fire really not whatever there they are but yeah they are really great as well so it's like that moving of your body I think is massive and I think that's where I really resonate with air and so I'll move on to earth earth is my my probably the one that I work on a lot as well because I as much as I focus so much on self-awareness and connection the reason I do so is because I can feel very easily disconnected. I have a nervous system that's quite easily triggered. And so I can just kind of feel like detached from myself. Anybody else feels like this? And when I feel like that, and I kind of, I like, I describe it as fractured or fragmented. I don't really have a, a clarity. I don't really have much of a knowing of what it is that I'm feeling. And I can often pick up other people's energies and I can be quite, negatively affected as well just feeling like I I lose my self-worth and my power as well when I'm not really feeling grounded and feeling fully connected in my body and earth brings me that earth 
is really rooting us down. It's stabilizing us. It's grounding us. This is great if you feel anxious or like that feeling of detachment that I feel as well. Maybe you'll feel affected by the people's energy. And it's also really great for, to me, connecting to everything, connecting to all that is. It's like oneness because when we're kind of rooting down, we're rooting into the earth and the earth is everything and these roots are connected to everything it's a real beautiful energy when you look at i can't remember what it's called now but you know we look at forests and they 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 say now that they communicate trees communicate through their roots and there's something really beautiful about that i feel so one way to do it in general like without having to fully get outdoors is to literally imagine these kind of energetic roots grounding you down now you can do this in a meditation you uh, you know one that you do yourself or you can find them there's loads online for this as well but yeah it's just imagining these energetic roots keeping you grounded and keeping you safe god i'm going to link a lot of stuff below but i will rem- try and remember to link the jason stevenson one that i really love on there it's a longer one it's about 25 minutes but that makes me feel so good oh like that is amazing self-care i feel just all kind of together again and connected to everything and light and just in my power as well it's just a beautiful beautiful meditation and so that's a great way to do it and also what I do you know I talk about this a bit if you've listened particularly to season one when I was specifically talking about self-awareness and self-connection I just don't think there is any other better act of self-awareness self-care just anything that's going to bring you change in your life than to actually ask yourself regularly how you feel and so to basically tie that with with something to help you there say you decide I often think if you're at work it's a good thing to maybe like go to the go to the toilet and sit there and just don't get your phone out and just go how do I feel you know ask yourself how you feel and if you're feeling kind of anxious you're feeling just unsure or whatever it is it doesn't really matter just whatever if this works for you this visualization works for you that's when I imagine my roots grounding down again and this can only this might even take 10 seconds if you've only got 10 seconds but it can take you know half a minute a minute whatever just imagining them roots grounding into the ground maybe you go all the way to the core of the earth and you attach yourself there whatever it is just imagining them roots stabilizing you And I often then imagine like a a kind of a cord lifting me up as well, connecting to me to everything that is more in that kind of spiritual realm, I guess. So that visualization really helps me ground when I just need a real quick little pick me up if I'm feeling anxious, if I've checked in with myself. So that's something that I think is a really great thing to do to kind of combine that energy of working with the nature, but also listening to yourself as well. But other ways that I like to work with earth are to actually I love going to a local forest and I find like a spot where I know it's quiet and it's a bit off the beaten track and I just lie down like I fully lie down in the earth and that's amazing I can just sometimes you know when I'm feeling really connected I can feel like like I'm fully cushioned by the earth or as though I'm even becoming part of it like I'm slowly sinking into it but like in a real protected safe cocoon it's it's so lovely and it never fails to help me that and one time actually this was amazing I lay down and it was only about 30 seconds into lying down and I all of a sudden heard this um like it felt like a stampede you know when your mind goes like runs away with it and it's like oh my god there's a stampede I'm gonna die and you know (laughs) 
there, there's not like there's even sheep or cows here for it to be a big bunch of things but actually what it was was deer it was just two deer um two does and I looked up and I looked to my left and they were heading straight towards me but they saw me as as they would anyways and they darted to the side but I just heard their hooves and then they were coming over to me and I was just like that's amazing that is so so amazing I saw so many deer at that time as well and I just yeah I feel very connected to the energy of deer but yeah that was a beautiful beautiful experience so yeah go out and lie down somewhere you know whatever that is and you can imagine that as well you know if you can't go out and do that you can imagine that in meditation or some place that you can go and lie down that you really resonate with that's a really really one big one to do and I also love to do a similar thing in which I'll either sit against a tree or stand against a tree and I've got one that I just love nearby I live on the kind of outskirts of a, of a small city really it's a town and there's a little coppice of trees and I just go to that tree and I used to go to it every day and I feel really like I crave going back and I haven't been for a while because we're training for Hadrian's Wall I went on longer walks and I didn't go there so I want to go back actually but I want to go to the forest and go lie down I also left my crystal there which is sad the forest is about 15 minutes away drive I left my crystal so I'm going to go back and get it so yeah that was just the other one is to really connect to the energy of trees you can do that in a park you can do that if you're lucky enough to have a tree in your garden just some way of connecting to it and you know if like you're sitting against it or you're standing against it you know it's one of the ones that you can do a bit more publicly I don't think people think is that weird because you're just using it as a rest you know you could see it that way if that's something that kind of embarrasses you but yeah connect to that energy and you know what hug it if you feel called to as well I've had some amazing amazing tree hugs and I actually read was it yesterday yeah in Sharon Blackie's book The Enchanted Life I think it's called where she talks about a sit spot that she would go to and recommends for the people that work with her as well to go to every day you find your sit spot so mine would be that tree for example the one in the coppice of, of trees nearby that I used to go to every day and you go to it every day and just like look around so be mindful just imagine it change you know not imagine it changing but you'll see it change as the seasons change like the kind of you know if it was a tree for example the leaves changing or the kind of the the light changing you know and that's that's really really cool you can just feel like you actually get a connection to that part of the earth and especially if you're somebody who just doesn't really want to be where they're at right now maybe you're living somewhere you don't want to live or maybe I don't know you're just struggling to connect to where you are and I really resonate with that as well which is why I need to go to my little sit spot because it's now a, a term that I've, I've read about but yeah and just make me feel like it's okay being here right now I really crave just getting out and living a, an off-grid life and just living more self-sustainably out in nature and it's not really like it's always possible to do these things isn't it but is not that easy a thing to do right now so I'm just taking time to ground into where we are actually living and appreciate the nature that's all around so I think a sit spot is a great way to do it and Sharon even talks about telling like this spot a story you know you can tell it all your worries and release all that but start telling it a story you know just having this kind of connection with it asking it how it is so that's something that I I'm going to start doing again and yeah is that everything that I do for earth yeah mainly it is I would say so so the last but definitely not least element is fire so probably the one that I work with the least I guess actually but 
fire is a really like igniting energy it's maybe you want to start something you want some inspiration maybe you want something to end and like burn out of your life you know sounds a bit dramatic doesn't it but yeah burn it out and there is actually a burning practice in this obviously but but yeah it's also very energizing it's very empowering so it's yeah it's that kind of fire starter energy I guess a lot of the time but one of my favorite ways really favorite ways of working with fire is to basically sit and or walk out towards the sunrise and sunset if possible where you are or imagining where it is you know maybe you can't see it because it's cloudy or you're in a city or something you can't really see the sunset or rise but you can go towards that direction anyways and I love doing that and over summer I did this a lot where I'd sit out and have my breakfast and just face the sun please wear sunscreen especially if it's really strong where you are everybody you know don't I don't I don't want people to like fall off a cliff and burn themselves up I guess if you burn yourself and fall off a cliff during these practices the burning doesn't really matter but anyways yeah sit face the sun and just soak in that energy you know it's amazing it's the start of another day you can maybe set intentions with this as well if you want and a sunset as well to just kind of close it off and maybe reflect and just be grateful be grateful for another just beautiful day on this earth and yeah it's all kind of dictated I guess by the by the sunrise and the sunset so it kind of had this nice ending and beginning and it's it's yeah I really love love doing that actually and so the other thing that I really like doing but I don't really get much of an opportunity to do this and we're thinking of getting a, a chimney or something in the garden but then I don't really want to kind of just get trees to burn down you know I feel really awful about burning the wood that's that'd be shot bought for example I don't know I'm going to explore that a little bit but campfires or having a fire if you've got a fire in your house you know a lot of us love that don't we sitting and just watching the fire watching the flames that's another beautiful one to do and it's just a very you may feel very present can't you can't it you know having a fire as opposed to kind of sitting watching tv I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing that because I do sit and watch tv as well but just there's something I don't know really really connecting to everything when you're staring at a fire isn't there very present very mindful and I actually work with fire during my full moon ceremonies which you may have heard before um so I'll just share what I do there and that's usually when I'm writing down the things that I want to release over the new moon uh, towards the new moon sorry so on the full moon or around the full moon you are kind of like celebrating what you've achieved what you've what's come to fruition what you've done the action that you've taken to to kind of sow the seeds for your intentions for the full moon and then as the full moon goes to the new moon it's more about releasing and letting go so I'll write down what it is that I want to release and let go and I'll burn it and I just have um, a cigarette lighter and I just I must be awful at burning things because it takes me forever to burn it just down the back garden especially when the old the old air element gets involved so yeah I still and then I'll go oh my god does this mean that I'm never going to be able to release this because I just can't even seem to burn a freaking piece of paper but that's what I do with the fire as well um is that everything on there yeah oh what I was going to mention was actually to do with fire is this whole idea about the running towards the sunrise or walking towards it or sitting facing it is actually I listened to a podcast years ago and I think it I can't remember the name of it, I'll show you if I can find it, but it's all about this race that's called the 3100. But the idea is that you would run 3100 ah, miles or kilometres in a year. But their suggestion is that you would run 
uh, a, a nice practice to do would be to run towards the sunrise. So it balances out at like five miles a day, I think. I started doing it for about a week and I hadn't run for a while and I was doing it on concrete, which has notoriously not been good for my legs. And so after like five days, I had to stop because um, an old injury kicked in. No surprise. But it was a really, really intriguing podcast, actually, and more about the spiritual side to running. But that connection to running towards the sun, which I just, I don't know, something really beautiful about that. So, yeah, lots of links going to be below, apparently, should I remember them all. But yeah, that's the main way that I work with all the elements. And as I said, I would like it if you basically kind of lean into what works for you. So lean into your intuition, you know, explore them a little bit more if you like to kind of read up about what the energies might be, because I imagine there's an overlap in like most cultures in the world when it comes to these things, but also nuances. You could look at maybe the ancestry of the land that you're on, what, who lived there and what were their kind of beliefs about nature. That's another kind of cool thing to kind of connect to it as well. But ultimately listen to yourself. That's, uh, that's the main thing. So yeah, everybody, I hope you enjoyed. And yeah, next week will be the episode on, no, actually it's going to be an interview with Fel Foodie, but who is Harrison Ford and ha, Harrison Ford, as if I got Harrison Ford on the podcast, but I got Harrison Ward, who is also awesome and actually really, really cool guy. And we talk about sobriety, about mental health, um, he basically goes out cooking up in the fells. You might've already heard of him. He's got quite a big presence on Instagram and he's been on, um, a couple of kind of shows and, and podcasts here in the UK. So that's just a, a really powerful conversation because he's so honest and raw and vulnerable. And then after that will be a Hadrian's Wall one, hopefully. So yes, thank you very much for listening and yeah, I'll see you or rather won't see you, but I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone.